You are listening to That Big CEO Energy, where we talk all things business, life, marriage, and push you to a new edge of discovering what that big CEO energy means for you. Listen, I understand that we have barriers that we carry from when we were once employees, and those have impacted us as we continue to build our businesses. I'm here to walk alongside you and give you encouragement through interviews with friends and other women in business who have broken down those barriers and paved their own way. Tune in with me as we uncover some of the unconscious things that we do that keep us from building that big CEO energy we've always dreamed about. Let's dive in. Welcome back to this week's episode. We are talking all about resistance and how to overcome resistance, identify resistance so that we can move the needle of our businesses forward, move the needle of who we are forward, and begin this healing process of working through really difficult things. Getting things done really is about one thing, and it's overcoming resistance. When we think about resistance, we tend to compare it to not wanting to do something because it doesn't align with us. Or when we talk about resistance sort of in the workplace, it's that person isn't doing that because they don't want to. And when we think about it in our businesses, resistance sometimes can play a part in terms of imposter syndrome, in terms of not thinking that we are able to do something and we are frozen, so we just decide not to do anything at all. And when we hear the word resistance, at least when it comes up in me, it is this sort of tug of war that I see, is I want to do the thing, like inherently, I want to do whatever that is, but there is something that is holding me back. And sometimes we can put a name to it. Sometimes we have to evaluate it and say, oh, what is really coming up in me? Like, why am I feeling such resistance to this thing? And when we feel like that, we oftentimes will skip over it, push through, then we feel like we are unhappy, but we did it anyway, right? It's done. We're moving on. But we miss the part where we take care of ourselves. We miss the part of really assessing, why did I feel like that? What is really inside of me that was so resistant to doing that thing or calling that person or having the hard conversation? What is that resistance? And when we are working through that, it really becomes a time and a space for us to sit with ourselves and pull back the onion layer and say, I need to really understand what is happening for the sake of things in the future. I fight this every day. Like there is resistance in my life every single day. And I just want to share a few of the things that I do, number one, that I fight every day, 
<laughs> but how I beat it daily, because it is, I feel like it is a daily thing that we have to work on and overcome. And so if I can just be vulnerable and share my experience with you, I'm hoping that we will be able to get to the bottom of yours and maybe you can begin to work on what does resistance look like in your life? Why is it there? And what are some ways that you can overcome it? Becoming aware is something that is hard because it takes a lot of mental fortitude. The problem usually is that we don't think about resistance. We don't even understand or realize that it's there most of the time, or we get distracted by something on the web, something on our phone, whatever that is. And when I am having a little bit of a struggle and I find myself scrolling through my phone more than usual, that's usually a piece of resistance that I'm having to deal with. I'm resisting something. And I have gotten pretty good at identifying when that is and becoming more aware of it so that I can fight it and and try and beat it. One of the things is it has become difficult for me to become more aware of when I'm on my phone a little bit more. And so bless my husband. He gently and lovingly will share with me, hey, I've just kind of noticed that we've been on our phones a lot lately. And that usually is a help to me so that I can start to unpack what that is. Why am I on my phone? Why am I mindlessly scrolling? What does that look like? And what are the times of the day that I'm doing that? Most of the time it's after my work day and I'm just exhausted and I don't want to talk to anybody. And so if my face is in the phone, like they're more apt not to say anything. So then it's like, okay, how can I decompress after work? How can I prepare myself for my family that wants to spend time with me so that I don't feel the need to always be in my phone? Like how can I soak them up mentally to where it doesn't feel like it's burdensome. And let me be clear, it is never burdensome right? that my family is around. I love them. Like I love, 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 love my husband and, and our kids. So I don't ever want them to feel that, but it's just sometimes in the workday, there's a little bit of exhaustion because it was either a really busy day or we just had a ton of things going on. And so it just you know, when you're sitting in front of a computer, it wears on you a lot. But I have to become aware of that. And so I've asked and we've sort of, I don't know, maybe under underlying, we've we've decided. <laughs> I'm trying to like put words to what is actually happening. But we've sort of decided that like when we notice that people in our family or my husband and I are on our phones a little too much, we'll lovingly call it out. Because then it is an opportunity for us to have a conversation of what can we do differently, right? What do you need in order to be supported to where you feel like you don't need to be on your phone? And most of the time, it's just extra snuggles. Like, I'll be honest about it. But getting back to combating this resistance is really becoming aware of when the resistance comes, what the resistance is, right? I always talk about putting a name to it calling it out, 
and affirming that it is there. And when we become a pro with that, when we become a professional at identifying when the resistance is, we can combat it like a pro. When we are assessing things and putting name to it, it is so easy to then work backwards and make little check marks of not going to do that, not going to do that. And maybe it's putting a sticky note on your computer or wherever you wherever you are most of the time that maybe says combat resistance or resistance no more, whatever that is, so that you can mentally attune to that and say, okay, we are actively going to consider what is resistance and what is not. Being very clear and very focused on what you want to accomplish throughout the day. And I am a task maker, a task list person. If you are not a task list person, I encourage you to get on board because this is a lot of time where you will find resistance. When you sit down to create your day, it is not about filling up the task sheet with all of the miscellaneous items, but rather finding three to five very intentional things so that A, you will feel accomplished, but B, there is less likely to skip through, down through the list of what do I want to do and what are the things I am resisting to do. So when you pick three things, it is like, oh my, I have my whole day and I need to fill it up with these three things. Well, I guess I need to do all three things because they are the only things available for me to do. There is nothing else that is available and I need to accomplish them because it moves the needle of me forward. It moves the needle of my business forward, whatever that looks like. And so there is very set intentions on moving away from resistance because we don't have all of these extra things that are on our list that are more fun or easier or whatever that are saying, come over here, let's do these on this list because I'm more fun. You can resist that other thing because it's really, really hard and it'll take up three hours of your day. And even though you need to do it and you have a deadline, you can do it when you're hot on fire and, you know, the clock is winding down because that's that's how you function, right? That's how you do that. And it's like, no, I wanted the time to put into the project and I wanted the time to really unpack that. But I didn't give that to myself because I was resisting it because, yes, I knew it was going to be hard. So, Being very clear and very focused helps diminish what that resistance is and how it shows up. One other thing that helps with resistance is clearing away distractions. Y'all, that do not disturb button on your phone, it is there for a purpose. It is there. Use it. Use it. Use it all, all the time, your whole day if you want to. Put that thing on do not disturb. Right. If they if you work in an office and your family needs you, they better have your office phone number because they can call the office. And guess what? You probably have a phone at your desk that they can reach you. If you are an entrepreneur and you find yourself mindlessly scrolling instead of working on your projects, also do not disturb, my friend. Do not disturb. And 
if you have an iPhone, you have fancy new little parameters that you can put on your phone so that when you are in a project or when you are needing that time to do some deep work, you can put it on there. And guess what? It sends an automatic message to people. This is I'm currently doing X, Y, and Z. I will get back with you when I am done. It's not rude. It is intentional. And you need that. And if you didn't listen to last week's episode on boundaries, I should have put this in there, but this is a boundary that you can set for yourself if you need it. But clearing away the distractions also helps to eliminate the resistance that you feel in doing the thing that you need to get done. Having a set time and place on when you do important tasks is also a way to overcome resistance. Because if you are putting it on your calendar, if you are very intentional about when you're going to do X, Y, and Z, then you will be able to show up and be mentally prepared for doing whatever it is that you need to be doing. If you are just, oh, I need to do, you know, these three things and I'll just get them done whenever, well, that could look like mindlessly scrolling for the better half of your day and then all of a sudden we're working two hours and banging out three things when really the three things should have taken your whole entire day because they needed to be thoughtful and more intentional. So when you set a time and a place for those three to five things, you're able then to assess what you need from them and assess what you need from yourself and really get your mind focused and ready to do those tasks so that there's less resistance. Knowing your motivation is a huge, huge way to help overcome resistance. When I set up my workday, I am very productive in the morning. I am not a morning person, just so you know. But when I get up and I'm going and I am like in my morning and I'm doing the thing, I'm very productive. And I love to get a lot of my project work done in the morning. So like if I'm recording podcast episodes or if I am doing specific client project work or when I am doing, you know, recording videos for my team or whatever that looks like, I need to do those things in the morning preferably before my actual day starts. So I will usually do them. I usually sit down at my desk most days at seven o'clock. So, and I generally don't start like my actual work day until like 8.39, just kind of depends on how the day goes. Sometimes it's earlier, sometimes it's later. So I have like one to two hours that I can really get some things done. So most of the time, I will record my podcast episodes in the early morning because it just makes sense for me. It's when my brain is active. That's when it is wired. That's when we do the thing. By the afternoon, I'm done. Like, do not, no thank you. I don't want to talk to anyone. I do not want to have yet another meeting. I do not. Nope, 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 nope. And so understanding and knowing when my motivation takes off and when I am super encouraged to do the things that I need to be doing helps me understand when resistance comes. And I know that my resistance usually comes between three and five. (laughs) Like after three o'clock, I'm like, my brain starts to get mushy, my 
thoughts start to just get, you know, my list gets longer, really, because I I just cannot store any more information. And sometimes when we have a lot of client calls that day, that's that's when it's really, really, really bad. And so it's not worth it for me, right, to sit down and record a podcast episode at six o'clock at night. It's just not. I know that that is not productive. I know that my words will be even more jumbled than what they already are trying to get them out of my head. And it just doesn't do anybody any good. But I think one of the other things that when we find our motivation pocket, when we find our set time and our place, we have to just start. Just start and see where it takes you. If you have a task that is on your list that you do not want to do because it is hard, it is going to take all of your brain power and you're worried that you will have no brain power left for the rest of the day, just start. Just sit down and start. Pick the easiest part of the hard task, right? That's usually a good mind trick that you can do on yourself is like, yes, the overarching end goal of whatever is on your task is hard, but what is the easiest part of that? Is it opening up an app? Is it starting from the conclusion and working backwards, right? I remember when I was in college, I would actually write my conclusion first, which is not, it's not a thing. You should not do that. But it worked for me because it was like, okay, what is, what is my theme? Like, how am I wrapping this up? What do I want people to know, right? And I would work backwards. And so it's like, okay, well, that was pretty easy. I told them what they needed to know. Great. Check. And then the hard part became, okay, I need to piece that out. Some people start with the introduction on that. But what I would say is the introduction is not super, super, super clear on what is coming, right? Like you're giving them a little snippet, but the conclusion really should be like the detail. I'm not an English professor. Thank God for that. But it just was something that I knew would help me. So when I sat down to do a paper, and mind you, this is eons ago, that's just how I did it because that's how it worked. And I was able to write papers pretty quickly. So moral of the story on all of that, just start. Just what is the easiest thing and the hard thing to do that you can do? Is it sorting through your emails, right? And and having a clear inbox helps you then move into the next phase of the project. Some people do that. That's great. Whatever works for you. But how, the question is, how do you start when you feel resistance? Like when I feel that, oh my gosh, even the easiest thing I cannot do. Stand up. I swear to you, it is like a game changer. If you have a standing desk, crank that bad boy up and now stand. If you are have a sitting desk, walk around the room and just start thinking about the thing that we need to do, the thing that needs to be accomplished and make a mental task list. And come to the conclusion that, okay, I'm going to give myself to the count of 10 that I'm going to sit down and I'm going to do it. And just do it. Just do it. 
Sometimes for me, that means opening up a blank text file and writing the title of whatever it is that I'm working on. So for instance, if it is even something as research, I'll write researching, I don't know, how elephants make babies. Who knows these days? Who knows what we're doing? How elephants make babies. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. Then I start brainstorming and outlining like, what do I need to find? And then once I hit on something that I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah, I wonder, I start doing it. I start researching and I start doing the thing. So the key is, is to just kind of brainstorm, outline, and basically what you're doing is you're making a little task list. And once you hit on something, you're like, yes, I'm going to start there. Just start, just start doing it. Leave everything else and start doing it because then it creates momentum for you to continue doing the thing. So I hope that's helpful. I have a resistance in a lot of areas of my life. But one of the tricks that I like to play on myself is just starting. Making a list of three to five things that I need to have accomplished. Eliminating the distractions. And I too began feeling like, you know what? This is really amazing that I can pull myself sort of out of this gutter and speak to myself kindly, speak to myself like I want someone to speak to me so that I'm able to sort of put off this resistance and put on the motivation and the cheerleading that I need for myself. So I hope that if you are working through resistance and you haven't really pinpointed what it is, call it out give it a name, tell it that we are going to do something different. We're going to try something different and just start. Thanks for tuning into the show today. If you heard something that helped you, I would love it if you would leave a review and share it with your friends. This helps more people just like you become inspired to move the needle of their big CEO energy into a positive direction. If you would like to learn more about how I can help you streamline and position your business for growth or lead your business as a CEO, feel free to jump into the show notes with all of the links to find me. And don't forget to head over to Instagram so we can be pals. 